forever. Dog. Your sweet 16 and your mind. This week on the podcast, Nicholas Pines is 16 candles. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And it is time for the book no one was clamoring for. <laughs> one of the installments of Terror Academy, question mark. I... 16 Candles. candles. Uh, never heard of what? Terror Academy ever. Also, the school was in no way like... a An academy? It's not like Fear Street where like bad things happen on Fear Street. It just happened to take place at a high school. Yeah. And apparently it was like the third of a series. It didn't feel huh? like it. No. It didn't feel like it belonged to an oeuvre. No, it made Nicholas no Pines sense. Nicholas Pine's oeuvre. Yeah, Nicholas Pine. Also, the copyright belonged to somebody else entirely. So that's a pen name. Interesting. Interesting. Um... So we already told each other what we think. But Kelly, what did you think of the book? Snooze. It is Big so bad. Boring and bad. so boring and bad. Yeah. Really Here's bad. That's what most of the book is. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. I'm fat. I live on the wrong side of the tracks mm -hmm. for forever. Then hooray, hooray. I'm skinny and hot and everybody wants me. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh, my aunt's trying to kill me end mm -hmm. <laughs> yep yep it was so boring so boring nothing like nothing happens yeah a few threatening pranks okay so i was telling you before that um this book was so boring that i don't really remember what happened uh-huh so we're gonna have to kind of struggle through this same because i for kelly lent me her copy and then i left it at my house whoops so we're gonna have to we're gonna we'll we'll do it i'm looking we'll i'm charge looking through for a goodreads blurb it is you guys it's so dumb it's a very dumb book it sucks the cover is awesome it's somebody stabbing a birthday cake that says happy birthday kelly yeah and you would think that maybe there would be something exciting about her turning 16 it really isn't though no except that she has spent <laughs> three hmm interesting <laughs> do you want to share what you just did kelly what if I never did? <laughs> um, I'll never tell. My microphone was like weird. And did it smell weird? It smelled a little weird. So, um, is it the new cat? No, I don't know what it is. It smells fine now. Here's what I did. Uh -huh. You're going to be like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> okay, I sprayed something on the microphone. Yep. It is. <laughs> no, it's a mint enzyme spray that you're supposed to spray in cat mouths. I get it. I, I figured it was tartar. something to deodorize or something. Yeah. But I was like, well, it's probably just gross from so many people like talking on it for so long. <laughs> so I'll just spray it. And here we are. I want to try it now. Yeah, you can try it. Here, smell mine. Ooh, refreshing. It's just minty. Slightly minty. <laughs> minty. It smells like almost it. nothing here. We should do this every week with like a different aromatherapy. <laughs> yes. And we can see how it changes. Ooh, I'm misting. I actually have another one that maybe we should try next time. It's called Headache Relief. And it has fennel, seed oil, rosemary, mint, 
and lemon. And it smells so good. Sure. We should try it next time. I'll blend it up. We'll try it next time. Um, so that's our adventures in uh, essential oils. Remember when I used to spray my nasal spray every episode because I did that yeah. before. When we had a good at uh, the first Sweet Valley High episode we did with Ryan. It was um, Evil Twin. Yeah. And I needed my nasal spray. So I yeah. like primed the pump out in, in the, the air. Room, and we decided that that was what made it such a good episode. Yeah, it brought good energy because <laughs> we all kind of were like, woo. Uh-huh. But yeah. it expired. So I had to care. And we can't it. use it. I'll have to get new nasal spray. <laughs> in the meantime, we'll have to make do with cat mouth spray. <laughs> Different, but also good. <laughs> well, you can use it for dogs, too. It's cat and dog mouth spray. What about us? I guess it could be for humans. Let's spray it in our mouths <laughs> before, like, as we're recording audio and see how our mouths react. I feel like I we will start salivating <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Like really bad. Oh yeah, I didn't chew my dry mouth gum mm. before I got here. Well, you, I've got some cat spray. If you want some cat spray, mm-hmm. you can spray it in your mouth. If anyone's curious, I looked up ways to reduce sticky mouth sounds for the podcast. And one of the things I saw was to chew gum for dry mouth. And so she's been chomping on this gum mm-hmm. real quick right before. It, it does seem like it helps. I think it does. Yeah. Do you bring it to the studio downtown? I have some in my purse and some in my car. Oh, yeah. wow. I feel like this is making me breathe weird now. <laughs> oh, because it's so minty. I don't know. Okay. I wonder if we're it not could supposed be in to be my breathing head. it. It could be in my head. I doubt it. If it's some sort of mint enzyme. Yeah. It's just a mint I'm sure enzyme thing. And actually, if it's safe to be ingested, then it's yeah, probably it's fine. fine. Especially for a cat where like they they're, can't handle and they're small. any toxicity at all. Yeah, It's yeah. fine. Um, I suppose I could have an allergic reaction to it, but I'll be fine. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> um, okay, so let's try and figure... Okay, this book. Oh, I got the Goodreads. Oh, goody, because I was going to... We were going to have to struggle I mean, bad. it barely says anything, but here's the back of the book. See, it's such a liar about the school. There you go. Oh, yeah, already. Yep. Already. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Do you want me to get you another little hat for your microphone? Yes. I okay. need a hat. No, no, no. I'm just oh, kidding. okay. Because the, the the little hat that you have on it now has mint. Right. You're okay? True. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. If I need to use my inhaler, no big. Okay. And then if you want, we can always change it. Okay. Welcome to Central Academy. It's like any other high school on the outside, but inside fear stalks the halls. Not really. Not really. No. Kelly, Central Academy's biggest wallflower, has changed, becoming one of Central's prettiest and most popular students. She's swamped with calls from all the hot-looking guys. (laughs) Hot-looking guys. (laughs) But her attraction proves fatal when her dates wind up dead. Mm, Yeah. I guess they do, right? Okay, wait. So (sighs) it's accurate. It's all accurate except for the fear stalks its halls. It has nothing to do with the school. Nothing seems creepy about the school whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Nothing's going on. It's not even like, wow, people always dying here. Nobody says anything. No. Uh, Everyone sucks in this book. Yeah. Except for Rachel. Her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Brad's good. Who's Brad? The boyfriend. Oh, he's fine. Brad's good. He like. Brad's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know who was the biggest villain? Jeremy. Is he the ugly uh, chess club guy or oh, whatever? The Marshall, fuck? the nice guy, or the yeah. Reddit nice guy. Or... Yeah, fuck him. I thought he was going to be the guy. I did too. And regardless, he is a bad guy. He's bad. 
What was his name? Marshall? And it wasn't chess club. It was computer club. Computer club. This was in 93. So I believe. Kelly is... Um, so at first I thought that this book was going to be like a commentary on like body shaming. <laughs> no. It was not. You really were giving it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I only thought that up until when she's thinking about how she doesn't wear trendy clothes because uh, in her words, like fat girls aren't allowed to care about fashion. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe. And then the rest of the book is like, no, it is only good to be skinny and pretty. And um, and also if you're like, if you just try hard enough, you'll lose weight and be pretty too. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. was so, it's like, what I was thinking about it is Kelly's inner monologue, book Kelly's inner monologue is so self-hating. Yeah. Which is a fact. Mm -hmm. Like a real experience people have where yes. it's just constantly every, she does, she does get bullied by Liza, the most popular girl. And she gets yes. bullied by Jeremy, Liza's boyfriend, who is really disgusting. I hate him. He's terrible. I'm glad the book never let him off the hook. Yeah. It never did. It was never like, well, she should have just dated him. He yeah. was never like red herring that then got his redemption. Yeah, no. His never. like unearned redemption. But she spends the whole first part of the book going, well, what should I expect? Nothing good ever happens to fat girls from I can't remember. Pitney. I was going to say Pitney, Pitney Bowes, but, but I Pitney knew Bowes, that that's what, a all I could think was Pitney yeah, Bowes. No, I know. Pitney Bowes. Pitney, Pitney Bowes. Docks, right? Yeah, which is like the bad part of town. Yeah. And that was just over and over. Mm -hmm. Just blah, blah, blah. Fat girls from Pitney Bowes can't expect everything. Mm -hmm. uh, expect anything. Fat girls from Pitney Bowes with no money can't... I said it again. Pitney Bowes can't expect <laughs> anything. I'm just going to say that. Who cares? Yeah. Fat girls from this can't expect anything. Just over and over. And it's like, it's one thing that, yes, girls do think that about themselves. But the reason they think that is because, because of, of these books, books like these. I know. So the, like, yes, it's real. But this book... It's this book's fault because then once she like runs f every day for th three months and stops eating fast food and she's mm -hmm. just like all like turkey, wheat bread, salads, which mm -hmm. is like good. These are all good things. But it's like the second she does that, then she's like pretty and worthy of love. Yeah. And that fucking sucked. Well, and like the other thing that kind of bugged me was that like you can't for sure right you can have a character that is like really down on themselves and whatever and then if her arc was to then like be comfortable in her own skin rather than in order to be comfortable in your own skin you must work out every day for this summer and then get results and then be the prettiest girl at school and then you can feel okay about yourself yeah which like i, I didn't like that it did. It was strange because in the beginning, it did sort of feel like the author thought that Kelly's life wasn't fair. Right. It thought the author thought the treatment she was getting wasn't okay. And it sort of didn't seem like it was really judging her weight. It was more like Kelly was judging her weight until yeah. she got pretty. Yeah. And then the book was like, well, clearly this is the correct way to be. Yeah. And also like it. It wasn't like... It's not that simple. It isn't that simple. 
And also it kind of is like you can only be okay with yourself if you're in fact the prettiest girl at school. Yeah. That part was kind of messed. And then also like, I don't know, like the there could poor be- poor thing too. The what? Being poor. Yeah. She's a poor. Well, and also the other thing too, right, is like um, at first, it's like you said, it seems like it's like, oh, um, it's not fair how people are treating her. Yeah. Which it isn't. Right. But then it, it ends up being, it's not fair that her aunt made her that way. And, yes. And that's just how people treat fat people. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Which is like, it was this combination right. of, yeah, it was a super shitty message because the, what it turned, so Kelly's parents, there really isn't much plot to get to. So whatever. <laughs> Kelly's parents were killed mysteriously maybe in a car accident when she was eight. And so ever since then, she's been living with her aunt Doris, who's like cold and a drunk broke all the time and drunk and like just keeps the worst food in the house. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that she wasn't broke, that Kelly's parents actually left Kelly a ton of money mm -hmm. and that Doris was allowed to live on the interest accrued by that money and mm -hmm. so she was pretending that she was working, but actually she was volunteering I at a hospital. Not understand and I was like, then that. just get a job if you're still yeah. working hours. Yeah. That was weird. And and so it turns out that she was purposely keeping like quote unquote keeping Kelly fat and poor so that she no one would want her. Because, because she was go ahead. She, well, because she if she was thin, she would look like her dead mom, her sister, who is, yeah, the aunt's sister. And this aunt, surprise, surprise, killed the parents. Because she's crazy and was jealous of her sister. Because she thought, for some unknown reason, that Kelly's dad, like, maybe had a thing for her when, like, truly he did not. Yeah, he didn't even... <laughs> he didn't even know funny. her. Yeah, Aunt Doris was like... He was mine first. Did your mom ever tell you that? And Kelly says something like, no, he wasn't. She brought him home as her boyfriend. Yeah. You never knew him before they were an item. And she's like, well, he would have been. And she just keeps ranting. Ugh. And then she keeps saying to Kelly, <clears throat> and I thought this was some fun, crazy character work mm -hmm. of she's like, now you're going to steal all my boyfriends. And yes. And Kelly's like, what are you talking about? Yep. What boyfriends? She's, she's like, she's like no I have, boyfriends. I have boyfriends at bars I go to. And she's like, okay. I know. She's like, I'm a teenager. I am not at those bars. She's I like, don't know. You're going to steal him. You're going to steal him. You're going to steal him. So she like turns so she out. She really is nuts. She's like totally nuts. And then there's like a showdown. In a lighthouse. A lighthouse. And how do they defeat her? Um, Kelly, fight? well, Doris fucks Kelly up. Yeah, right? She, like, breaks her hand, dislocates oh, yeah. her shoulder, like, hobbles her knee. And the way that Kelly finally defeats her is she tricks oh, yeah. Doris into thinking she is, like, in, like, this dark space that's actually just over it's the like edge of the stairs. Yeah. And so Doris swings to get her, doesn't realize that she was, like, precariously on the edge of the steps. And she like plummets. Yeah. And it's very like, it's very storm. It's a dark and stormy night. So yeah. the visibility is poor. Yeah. Um, 
That's right. That whole scene was cool. That whole scene was cool. And it was, but it, it was high stakes. Yeah. Cool. And Doris liked, is crazy. She's good crazy. Rachel was like up there, right? Rachel. Rachel had been taken out by Doris. Right. Like, so she was also in danger. Right. So she saves Rachel and herself, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A guy had never stepped in. Yeah. And the guy. Them. Well, Jer- Jeremy. Doris kills. So there's this character, Jeremy, who before Kelly's transformation asks her to get pizza with him at the mall and to Kelly's credit she is like well, what the fuck is your end game Rachel's an idiot this is not this real part. yeah Rachel's like go with him are you crazy and and Kelly's like why why would he suddenly want to go out with me yeah. when he's dating Liza the most popular girl in school yeah. and Rachel's like i don't know just go for it ugh and she goes, she really doesn't want to. He and he orders invites her, her a bunch of pizza. I hated this and part. And then she, she doesn't want the pizza because she's so like stressed out about what his motives are. And he is like, oh, I would have thought a big girl like you could really put him away. Yeah, I thought you could put away at least four slices easy. Yeah, and she's like, what? she's like, what? And he's like, sorry, never mind. And she's like, okay, is this a date? Like, I don't think so. And then he's like, Hey, um, so my grades are like really not doing great, but you're like a whiz with computers. Can you just go into the computers and change my grade? And she's like, no, uh. nah, dude. So she gets up and leaves and then Liza shows up. She was like waiting in the wings. Yeah. And she's like, I knew you wouldn't do it. <laughs> and I really did. So I really liked how Kelly just drenched Jeremy in yeah. her Coke. Yeah. She's like, get the fuck out of here. Dr- Splash. Like, throws the Coke in that his face. Cool. Liza comes. She's like, I knew you wouldn't do it. You're going to get it now. And Kelly just pushes her into some tables. Yeah. She like pushes her and Kelly like falls over the tables and she's like, you're going to get it. And is like all pissed off. Uh, and then. So Jeremy sucks. Jeremy sucks. Liza sucks. And both of them decide that they are like going to get revenge on her. They hate her. Mm hmm. Now, who's the guy, who's the swimmer that she starts to have a thing with? Brad. Brad, Brad. doesn't come into the picture until until, after. She's, until she's, quote, hot. Something I do like is that he was always nice to her. Yeah. He was always nice to everyone. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he was one of her tormentors. No. And she, and she does say, she's like, I'm not about to go out with any of these fucking clowns who would not have given me the time of day before. So that's good. So you're wondering... What propels Kelly to decide to start working out every day? Interesting you ask. (laughs) She gets a summer job, the duties of which are unclear. Computers. Computers. She's supposed to be She's a recreational assistant who (laughs) manages their filing system. That's right. And you know what? She really saves the school a lot of money because she's really... Because now they can cross-reference about computers, about their equipment and things. So then the coach like puts her under her, her, takes her in under her wing. Mm -hmm. The track coach, she's like, hey, like one day, like she runs two miles for the first time. Well, that's the last day. Yeah, this is the last day. What's crazy is she's like, hey, you got this job, cool. So I'm gonna like put you on a fucking diet and exercise regimen. Crazy. Did she? ask for this because they just cut to three months later so it is unclear as to whether the coach was like this is a part of the job requirement it's like well after lunch we all go running (laughs) that is normal and you have 
Uh, you have grilled chicken and broccoli and that's it. Yep. And brown rice. Yep. yep. Every day, all day. She's on the Terminator 2 diet. Yes. Sarah Connor diet. Yeah. Um, And her Aunt Doris hates it. She keeps bringing fast food home. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like, yes, that is an irresponsible mm-hmm. parenting mm-hmm. move to just be bringing bad food for your kid to eat all the time. Yeah still a bad message this whole book has a bad message even while aspects of it i know are either truthful or like insightful i mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. insightful is too strong a word but something akin to that Where it's like yeah doris shouldn't have yeah. been feeding her crap she has a responsibility to feed the kid better yeah and she is but she has also weaponized the fast food to keep her she has to keep her dumpy yeah and she's also referred to as Dumpy many times. So in this many book. times. So many times. The, yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah, no, that's the book. Yeah. Also, like, and, and that's, that, there are things about this that I'm like, yeah, some of the suffering's true, but like, to all together, this is a bad message of, in a book. Cause it's, yeah, we should all, every single one of us, skinny people included, because skinny people aren't always healthy. No, you should be cardiovascular health. Yes, you should be working out a lot. Yeah. You should be eating right. Yeah. All these things are true. You shouldn't do this of like to be popular. Right. That's a bad message. If that is how you feel, understandable because society has conditioned us to feel this way. But it's books like this that make it feel that way that you have that you'll never be good enough unless you do these things. So it's not about being good enough. It's about being healthy. Yeah. Or it's like also and I know that society makes like you know society uh says in general oh these types of body types are attractive and these are not mm-hmm. and that sucks but i think now like we're becoming a little more body positive and that's great and you should always you know exercise and eat to the body that you want and if you're okay with how you are then that's cool and in general it is good for you to engage in exercise frequently Mm -hmm. but this book does make it be like well but if you're not skinny and the most popular pretty girl at school like you're just terrible yeah so if like do these things because then you'll be pretty exactly and worthwhile exactly to other people yeah so that's where this book sucks it's like yeah good exercise great good message there so it's just got the shittiest attitude. Also, like it's before, so shitty, and also that's all the book is. Yeah, that's all, all it is. Nothing happens no. until like okay. So Aunt Doris kills Jeremy because she thinks that he's yeah. the boyfriend of Kelly's, and then Aunt Doris cuts the brakes on Brad's car. Yeah, she thinks that he's a boyfriend. She happens to be correct on that end. That's all that happens. Yeah, and those incidents are so small. They're so tiny, and they're right at the end of the book. Everything yeah. else is just her obsessing about her looks. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I. It is. Cr- it's a bad book. It's not very good. It's boring. It's pretty boring. That's all it is. Bad. You don't want to live in this person's head. No, because it's too boring. Nothing I already happens. live in this person's yeah. head. Also, the I wanted to touch on one of the things that like kind of rings true. And then like go from there how it was <laughs> fucked up in the book um so before i knew because i knew that the aunt was bad somehow but i didn't know that she was like trying to keep i didn't her, know that either her charge fat um so like the th- whole thing of uh when she 
when Kelly decides that she wants to start eating healthy and she's working out, her aunt is kind of like, oh, you think you're better than me? Yeah, that type of thing. I have personally had that happen to me where it does happen. Yeah, it does happen where like I was uh, friends with someone and um, in college and I like decided that I wanted to start working out more because I was also drinking a lot. And so I was like starting to gain some weight. And um, I just I don't know. I just decided I wanted to start working out. And it also helps a lot with my anxiety, whatever. And I remember every time I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym or whatever. This person would be like, oh, you're so good. You always work out. Kelly, you're so obsessed with working out, blah, blah, blah. And I remember thinking like, okay, I mean, I'm not obsessed with working out. I just, it makes me feel better. But I could tell. Everybody should. Yeah. And I don't know. It doesn't make you, well, clearly she just. She was mad that she didn't want to do it. She, yeah, she, yeah. She just wanted to be that person too. Yeah. You it's the same with like drinkers and non-drinkers. You go yes. out to a bar and everybody's like, come on. Yes. Cut loose. Have a little fun. Have a drink. Yeah. Why aren't you drinking with us? And so it's like, come on, have some cake. Yeah. Why aren't you having some cake? Uh, what do you have to go to the gym every day? Yeah. Oh, you're so healthy. Yeah. So whenever somebody's doing something perceived as like functional. Yeah. It's like, oh, you think you're better than me? Or like, yeah, gross. And here's the thing. I don't judge people that don't work out. That's like my whole thing. Like, I get that there are people that are shitty workout people that are like, like, I remember seeing this tweet of this guy that was like a trainer. And he's like, you know, I see some people come in and they get like no progress because they're not doing any of the exercises right. And it's like, all right, dude, because of people like you, that's why people don't go to the gym. Yeah. Suck a dick. Yeah. I get that. I, I get that there are people out there like that. So I get the the instinct to go on the defensive and be like, no, I'm going to label what you're doing as obsessive as opposed to, I think you're going to call me lazy. So I don't want you to do that. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit what you fucking do. I'm just going to live my life how I like to live it. Um, and so in that moment, and probably partially because the character's name is Kelly, uh, when the aunt is like, oh, so you're just eating healthy now. And like, that's like, you're, this Chinese chicken isn't good enough for you. Yeah, it's like, oh, I've spent my hard-earned money yeah. getting you this food. Now you don't even want to eat it. Yeah. And then we discovered that it isn't her money. It, and they yeah. have plenty of money. Yeah. And that she's doing it on purpose. Which is yeah. funny. Yeah. But not in this book. No. No, exactly. So I don't know. Like, I, I didn't like the weird fat shaming in this book. But also the, like the weaponizing of the fast food was so, so funny funny <laughs> it was so it's an idea i've never heard of before well it's because like, theaters, also, like right? it's not yeah that and that is a real thing like what that was in another book we read a theater was in a book we read yeah it was um low dunk right what, what? the um the friend yeah 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 it was in daughters of eve her mom is like kind of a feeder. She doesn't want her to talk to her dad because they're divorced. And she is like, remember? And the, remember the handsome guy keeps keeps her as a secret girlfriend. Oh yeah. And then and then the <laughs> yes, brother. Yes, yes. The yes. brother attacks her when yes. he doesn't show up to take her to the dance. Yes. Oh God, I forgot about that book. Yeah. That was Daughters of Eve, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they all want to get revenge. Yep. For her sake. Yeah. 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 Her mom was kind of a feeder. So that does exist. It does like, exist. Well, and like the sexual thing of being feeders. It's yeah. Usually it's guys like that kind of, like will feed their girlfriends and like want to like want to see them gain weight. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I always thought of it as more of a mom parent thing. Like a Munchausen type thing. Yeah. Yeah. A, a way to keep them close. Yes. A way to clip their wings, which is also shitty. Yes, it is. So that does happen. It does happen. But the way it's phrased in this book, it is, is crazy. so funny. Also, because just because when she does have her meltdown, it's so campy. Yeah. Like, which is, God, I wish the rest of the book had been like that. Instead, it was boring. It was action packed and campy. Yeah. But not until like the last five pages. Also, nothing happens. Nothing. For like, I, re- I remember thinking, oh my God. I'm almost done with this book and there hasn't been one scary thing that's happened. It's just her being, uh, quote, 25 pounds overweight and then like dealing with bullies and then doing that weird like fat camp slash summer job, (laughs) losing weight. And then everyone thinks she's hot. And that's like 75% of the book. Oh, right. She earns a bunch of money. She can dress well. And she hides how much money she earns. It's like fucking hates. Not, and not just overweight, but like not skinny, poor people. Yeah. Hates them. Because it also doesn't show Rachel any love. No. Because Rachel's too skinny. Yeah. She's she's real thin. Yep. And she's poor. So you have to be exactly right. You have to be the Goldilocks of body type. Well, remember, she's size six, which is Sweet Valley High, perfect size. That's the size she gets to when she's thin. I think a size six then would be a size four now. Yeah. Because I'm like a size six to eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just made me think of Sweet Valley. Yeah, yeah. I was like, sure. oh, that's the size. Yeah. That just made me think of that. Or you're the perfect body size, Lindsay. No. <laughs> I carry weight in bad places. It's not that I'm overweight. It's that where and how I'm carrying it is bad. Mm. I feel like, like that around the middle too. and in the mm-hmm. arms. So it's like, um, cause I, I did the like BMI mm-hmm. and I'm within a healthy range, mm-hmm. but my waist cir- circumference is not in a healthy range. Mm. I just, I notice like, I remember taking this like nutritionist test about like where you gain weight first. And then that means like what foods you should avoid or something. Mm-hmm. I think it might also be bullshit. It's fine. Um, the foods to avoid probably. Yeah. Or like, cause you know, certain body types can have more carb. It's like a macro diet, yeah. which actually I think might be real. Yeah. Um, But so for me, it's like my upper arms, mm-hmm. my stomach, my like upper, upper thighs, and then my face are where I see it first. When that I get just away. sounds like your body. Well, it's like, it's like everything around my torso, basically, and my face. I think that's probably... I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it'll go straight to my thighs or it'll go straight to my ass or something. That's true. I think I gain it more all over. But my my issue is I'm carrying weight around my midsection, Mm -hmm. which is like supposedly stress fat kind of a thing. If you carry a lot of weight around your middle, it's um, uh, often linked to stress. Interesting. I could see that actually. I notice every single fluctuation with 
my body, as I'm sure you do too, for your own. Like everyone's well, we own body. Like this growing up. Yeah, I know. Just <laughs> um, why now we're obsessing about it. I know, which I have it all down to like a science for my body. I'm like, oh my god, as do we all. But yeah, I'll notice like some days that my like midsection feels like a lot bigger or smaller. Not days, but like weeks or whatever. And I wonder if it's coinciding with stress. I don't think it happens that quickly. Ah. Uh. Well, then I'm just retaining water or something. Yeah, that's probably, probably on my just, period that's or something. Just a bloating I'm just thing. being like, like on my period. <laughs> no, I think it, it's like a chronic thing. Um, if you carry it there, it, it's it's the thing that like if you work out and you work out and you're dieting and you're dieting, but you just can't seem to lose weight mm, around your midsection, mm-hmm. it's linked to stress. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's what I read. Interesting. Well, I think you look great. For the record. Thank you. You're welcome. That's very nice. It's hiding. It's hiding? It hides well. <laughs> <laughs> it's hiding. I'm working on it. Um, I mean, more is part of my trying to get off my meds. Yeah. Experiment, but. Yeah. Because it's all to do with stress. It's all stress. Yeah. Stress, stress, stress. Bleeds your neurotransmitters dry. Throws them off balance. Throws your hormones off balance. For sure. I've noticed that. it affects your weight Also your sleep. Oh, and God. your sleep. Oh, God, your sleep. I have not been sleeping well. I notice on days that I do a really long run and I go to sleep. I sleep like a log. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I feel like amazing. Yeah. Um, Exercise is good. Because you just flush out all that like shit that's like bottled up in your brain. If you or anyone listening is curious, a really interesting book on all of this is called Spark mm. by... I forget. John Rady, R-A-T-E-Y, I believe. Uh, it's really interesting. He wrote another book called The Wild, which is about like all around kind of like paleo mm. um, exercise. Yeah. Spark by John J. Rady. Um, it is Spark, the revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain. Hmm. I bought it years and years ago and I thought it was interesting and now I'm just rereading it because I've been doing all this research on what exactly it is about bipolar disorder that um, my meds affect. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And it's all cortisol, glutamate, glutamine, GABA, and progesterone. Mm. And exercise is like probably the thing that can affect those things the most. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Man. And then I think diet would be second. Yeah. And then sleep and stress management. Well, stress management and diet probably equally yeah. important. Yeah. Since the way it got out of whack is probably stress. Mm-hmm. I have to think that there's a way to attack this naturally. Well, because if other people's neurotransmitters and hormones are balanced, it's not like I have epilepsy. Right. There's got to be a way to balance this. Well, and so it's maybe it's not like because you said the stress stress management helps with um with what everything with everything right all of it because I think exercise it was helps with stress threw management me into so, this. and it's also exactly. like it's helping so many things exactly yeah dude I and it also is like meditative sometimes like to to work out I I haven't been working out so much this week and I've been noticing a difference but also crazy running around to to do it but. The thing that I tell my, and I know that this is sounding like a fitness podcast and I'm not. It's because of this fucking book. It's because of this fucking book. This book 
sucks. This book sucks hard. It sucks. It sucks. Like, no wonder this shit is in our heads. I know. Again, exercise the key to everything. Everybody should be exercising. That is beside the fucking point. This book got books. All of these books are like this. Mm-hmm. All of the books that we read mm-hmm. made us the way that we are. I and, and I think that should change, right? The focus of exercise should be, it makes you feel good. Yeah. And you should... Health. health and yes yeah. and and it when you're about health not appearance yes and when you're exercising you should be pushing yourself not trying to meet some goal that everybody's trying to meet you know what i mean yeah it should be about your own goals and your own like whatever your goals are is it just yeah. i want to feel um you know i want to sleep better or is it to i want to be fucking yoked there are people that want to be yoked that's great sure they should be yoked that's cool I think there should be, you know, I think it should just be enough for people to just kind of get moving to their abilities and health, I guess, general health. It should be, it's like dropping weight is not the key to happiness. Right. Exercise, apparently, scientifically is the key to happiness. Mm -hmm. And the weight thing, I think is more of a just like sometimes byproduct of working out because sometimes when you yeah. work out, you gain weight. That's true. I I will reach a certain threshold where I'll start gaining weight from exercise, especially if I'm doing weight training. Not so much if I'm doing cardio. But yeah, then I'll be like, oh, I gain weight, but I feel better. And I don't care. I don't weigh myself. Really. Cardio is the key, mm-hmm. according to this book. I mean, to, to all the things that I'm talking yeah. about. I mean, I'm doing, I'm trying to do strength training as well because mm-hmm. I would also like to be strong. Yeah. And like tighten it up. Mm-hmm. Certainly par- part of it for me is I would like to like the way I look more. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should be working out at men's warehouse. <laughs> you should come out with a fitness plan. Um, yeah. It's not, it's just, I don't want to be like, like folding over my pants. Mm hmm. Mainly that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not thinking of it in terms of a weight number. Yeah. I would just like to feel tightened up mm-hmm. and healthy. Um, but the the heart rate seems to be the key, according to this book, is um if you can work out at eighty to eighty-five percent of your max heart rate mm-hmm. um for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Or it's like specifically for depression, it says to multiply your weight times eight mm-hmm. and then divide that number by how many calories you burn going like hard, hard, hard for half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's how many times a week you have to work out. Mm. So it's like you need to be burning eight times your weight in calories to get like significant depression and anxiety benefits interesting so mine is like 11 11 20 <laughs> i weigh 140 140 times eight yeah i should be burning 1120 calories a week by going hard on the elliptical for half an hour each time interesting so and when i'm I... also doing Weights, weights and stuff outside of that yeah but like that it max heart rate should be what gets me to that yeah. 11 20 
Yeah. According I, to this book. Yeah. I um I have this thing called Runkeeper. If any of you guys are interested in running, it's a really good app. I really, really like it. It tracks like how far you're going, altitude, uh, all the, like uh, changes in altitude, all that stuff. Um, and it calculates. And also what I like is that it tracks where I am in case anything happens. Mm-hmm. It's like real time tracking where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like see other people's runs and find some cool like uh, different routes to try. Mm. Um, I really like it. And it. For me, if I run four miles, I usually burn like 459 calories. Dang. And that's in one day. How long do you run? So if I do, I usually do four miles every time I run. And I'm pretty, like, it depends. Like, it depends on the uh, amount of traffic stops that I have to stop at. I'm usually running around for like, I'm usually out of my house for like 50 minutes, depending. Or mm-hmm. if I catch like a bunch of, or if I go, if I drive out to Griffith Park and I run on the trails, it's a mm-hmm. lot shorter because I don't ever have to stop for lights. I am doing, like I can do like 300 calories on the elliptical for half an hour um, with a ha- average heart rate of 156. So I don't track my heart rate because I'm scared to because, <laughs> well, because my heart's always fast. So it just freaks me out all the time like i just don't like to think about my heart rate that's the heart rate thing is what's important according to this book so that's why yeah i just can't be tracking it my uh sinus tachycardia is like it's just always fast so i'm like scared to track it because i'm afraid like if i do it's gonna be like you're dying and i'm like i don't want to hear that i know i'm not i just i don't want to hear that but but it's weird because when i work out it doesn't go that much faster like it it's not like, you know, because my resting heart rate is high, it goes like even way faster. But I just right. don't, I'm just scared. to. Well, think I don't think heart. everybody needs to be tracking their heart yeah. rate if that's just not the But it is, their I could see that being a really helpful metric though. Yeah. Because that always, heart rate is uh, a huge metric for, uh, for working out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right. Like I feel like the goals for working out should be, you know, individualized. Basically. And... Here's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. Acceptance. You shouldn't be doing anything purely to gain acceptance from yeah. others. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's true because, yeah, if, if you're doing it, but that's so, yeah, like it's like, uh, it's so hard to put it on the individuals because our society sucks so much about that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't be or- doing it for acceptance. It's, it's not even like, because it's a struggle for every person. Totally. And so there's no, no shame if that's what you're going through. Because it's certainly what I'm go through. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And there's I times just where mean I'm like. message of the book. What? The message oh, of the book. Yeah, the message of the book. Yeah. Is like, we'll do this and you'll be accepted by others. Yes, very bad. And, and that's I like that, so gross. I have that toxic shit in my brain all the time. Like, I'll be like, for me, I'll be like, oh. I need to, and this is like bad. I'm like, oh, I need to work out a lot like uh, before a shoot day because I'm going to be on camera and I want to look good on camera and look good, quote, good being what society's standards of looking good are, you know? Yeah. So, so like that's fucked up and I I engage in that shit. It's like also don't, we shouldn't be beating ourselves up because we don't have like the perfect attitude exactly. about it either. Yeah. We just need to accept that, like, this got programmed. Yeah. This got programmed, 
And so I'm criticizing the programming, yes. not the person. Yes, exactly. I'm criticizing the doing. programming, not the character. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And the, th- the fact is that Nicholas Pine, in writing this story, has perpetuated the program. Yep. By being like, oh. Hard. Hard perpetuating. Ugh. I bet this was written by a woman, though. Yeah. I mean, I it had Nicholas that Pine feel a- of, like, your mom telling you you look fat. Yeah. It had that feel. Because I'd have my mom tell me that. Like, well, have you just tried not to eat fast food? Yeah. Or like um, the meanest thing my mom ever... Well, my mom said a lot of really mean things. Two things. One was uh, she looked at me, and this was when I was 20. Um, She goes, you know, when I was 20, I was 90 pounds. And she's like... And just like looked at me. And I was like... (laughs) Okay, also, also, you're like five inches shorter than me. Oh, my God. And then another one was... I was dating someone who, in retrospect, was a terrible person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Really bad. He was my rapist. He's a very bad person. But this before all this happened, my mom goes, you know, just because your boyfriend's fat doesn't mean you have to be too. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And I was like, uh... cool. Also, and this is such a dumb thing to say, but at the time she was bigger than me, so I was like, but, but, you're, but. But, like, yeah, but I don't have that shitty boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can do fat all by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I could have done this without him around. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was moms can parents can really fuck up their kids. Yeah. And it's not just moms. It's just yeah. like, frequently moms. Yeah. And then the, the thing feedback. Is, and yeah. And they think that because like they're a woman a and they're sharing. Yeah. Thing so often as well it's like well i don't want you to get teased like i did so exactly you need to eat like nothing fun yeah yeah everything in moderation right yeah. even like healthy you know what i mean yeah. like being a also the fun thing is why people go come on just have a drink or like don't go to the gym skip mm-hmm. the gym or have some cake mm-hmm. it's like do the fun thing mm-hmm. be fun Yes. It's weird. I, yeah. Because I also like, I don't drink that much anymore. And I think it's because I, I do drink. I do, I do still drink, but I don't drink as much anymore. Um, I think just because I just really, 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 really overdid it in my 20s. Like a lot. Same. And I am surprised I'm, I did not die. I think there's a multiverse where I died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> oh, something. I'm there being dead as well. Yes. You're, you're there being dead as well. Yeah. Um, and I've had times where I like go to a bar to meet up with people and they're like, what? You're not drinking? And I'm like, dude, I just. So sometimes what I'll do. Is, and uh, this is a trick told to me by Ryan Mogi, friend mm-hmm. of the show, where if she doesn't feel like drinking, she will and doesn't want people to get on her case. She'll do a sparkling water with a little bit of bitters in it. And it looks like a drink. <laughs> and you can just drink that and people can... And then like stick a lime in it. Yeah. yeah. And then people will leave you alone. Yep. Because that whole thing too of like... I'm sure I've done that You're before a stick in the mud. And, when yeah. I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Come on, drink. That's not fun. I for sure have done that in my 20s. I was a little shithead. I, I kind of... I don't shame... The people I work with for not drinking, but like none of them drink. And so me and Justin will be like, so it's, it's never something like, oh, let's all go to a bar after work. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh man, we're the only ones who drink. So it's not, it's not as much about 
Well, it's the it's the inverse. It's like, oh, are they judging us? Yeah, for drinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, it's weird because like I've had so many experiences where I do, like, it breaks down the walls. It breaks down people's yeah. emotional walls, yeah. and so you'll have like a bitter a bit deeper of a discussion mm-hmm. if you're both drinking mm-hmm. and so there is that aspect but also like no one should drink yeah Pro- none of us should be drinking <laughs> i mean and i've definitely used for sure i mean i feel like all of us who have ever had alcohol have done this of using it to like like you know you feel kind of like mm, i feel a little uptight right now i want to yeah. like loosen up so i'll yeah. have a couple you drinks. unwind yeah but it's you know what the benefit of not drinking as much is that I can now get pretty shwasted off of like two or three <laughs> and like save so much money. Like this isn't, oh God. Like if I think about college and I'm just like, I fuck. used to go to birds after doing stuff at UCB. Mm-hmm. And because I was there so often, the bartenders knew me mm-hmm. and would give me free drinks or way over pour mm-hmm. for me. Like I would go in and uh, the bartender I saw the most would see me and then just like pull out a tumb- a pint glass, mm-hmm. like the one I'm drinking, like a highball glass or a pint yeah. glass, fill it with ice and just then fill it with whiskey. Oh my God. Fill a pint glass with whiskey. Yeah. And then just give it to me for half the price of a drink. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I would be blessed. Have like two or three of those. Yeah. I drank so much. I drank a lot. I would get blacked out almost yeah. every night and and you know when you're early 20s you don't know what hangover what a hangover really feels like cuz you're like oh i'm just so hungover and it's like no dude like have you ever been so hungover that you'd have to buy an extra night at a hotel yeah yeah <laughs> cuz you can't leave the like, next day that's like i have not had to do that but i i remember thinking like that I guess I did feel like shit. I, I remember there was one time where I genuinely felt like very, very bad and very sick. Oh God. And I would like sleep with people I shouldn't sleep with. Ew, very Same. bad. Very bad. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Very bad. You know what? Not everyone's life is perfect. <laughs> I do have one you moment. Don't, you don't have a perfect life. <laughs> there, there, I did have one moment where I um, was, I was blacked out drunk and I don't remember doing this, but apparently I did it. So I was like passed out and my friends were having to carry me out of the cab into our apartment. And um, they were carrying me and one of them just goes, oh, she's so heavy. And apparently I sat straight up and I was like, I am not heavy. And then instantly (laughs) passed out again. (laughs) I don't remember doing that, but I, I've, I've told this story before, but I think I got, slipped something at a UCB New Year's party. I think you might have... That's sketchy. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know when it happened. All I know is like I'd never gotten drunk that quickly, that badly, ever. I only remember having a couple of drinks. Yeah. And suddenly I was like sleeping in the theater seats. Um, But the guy I was seeing at the time who I had... He was like really trying to talk me into seeing him again (laughs) because we had dated and we weren't exclusive but like we went on like a weekend trip Mm -hmm. and he took a bunch of photos and this is how long ago it was and then he posted the photos on Flickr (laughs) wow oh my god Flickr oh my god 2007 and and then 
like a week later, all of a sudden he posted photos <gasps> of another girl. Oh my God. In the same place. What? And I was like, <sighs> we weren't exclusive. So but it's that's tacky. like we were just seeing each other. But so I called him. I was like, look, you didn't do anything wrong. But like that is not for me. Yeah. So, you know, no hard feelings. But like, I don't think that we should see each other anymore. But we can totally still be friends. It's fine. And so we're still friends. But then like we made out over Thanksgiving break and mm-hmm. I was like, well, that was fun. And then he was like, let's date now. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's yeah, a great yeah. idea. And so he was like trying to convince, he was trying to convince me to see him again mm-hmm. and be in a relationship, mm-hmm. not not even see anybody else. He wanted to be in a relationship oh my God. with me. And, and I was like, mm. Yeah. And so we go to this New Year's party and then he is like, to his credit, like take he was like trying to take care of me and he was taking me home. But he's dragging me down the UCB hallway. I just go, I don't trust you. <laughs> I just screamed. It. <laughs> it was true. I didn't. And uh, as it turned out, I should not have. Yeah. He talked me back into it and oh, no. uh, then like saw other people while we were together. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I And then tried to get me to go out with him again. Like, oh my God. A year later, I was like, no, I yeah. think this is a bad idea. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Man, I feel like I, um, uh, I feel like I've dated a couple guys who, <laughs> no, I, I, I was reading about my, Myers Briggs mm-hmm. and about how like one of the not it's like both benefit it's both like a, a it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> um, it's that like um, hashtag bless not bless. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Is that like uh, I my personality type? People feel connected to me quickly, um, and I and, and I feel connected to them quickly, uh, but. I can, my personality type can move on from that quickly also. Mm -hmm. And that kind of is the case for me. Like I had dated, I I never said I love you to these guys. These guys never said I love you to me, but like three different guys that I dated, which I thought it was a fling. I thought it was like, we're having fun. We don't like each other enough to like make things super official. And afterwards, And of course, this also could have just been them wanting to like fuck or something. After it ended, sometimes years later, these guys would reach out and be like, you know, I think about you all the time. (laughs) Um, You're just the one that got away. And I'd be like, what? Like, uh, what evidence? (laughs) Like, I don't. Cite your sources. I just don't get how. Show me the receipts. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Like one of these guys, I was like, we dated for like three months off and on. And you like didn't like me enough to remember I existed when you weren't in LA. So like <laughs> I don't understand how I could have been the one that got away when like we were not even that connected when we were together. And maybe my personality type is the type that like in retrospect, like over memory, I seem perfect. But like when you're with me, I'm not that great. <laughs> I think that's probably what it is. Well, that's how I felt about this guy is like he he was convinced that we should be together (laughs) and i was like 
if the song had existed, would have wanted to like quote Beyonce. Yeah. Be like, you only want we want me when I'm not there. Yep. Yep. So you better call Becky with the good hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like go see somebody who's less complicated, who doesn't have the baggage I have that you clearly can't deal with. Yeah. Which is why we broke up. Yeah. Again. Yeah. It's so weird. Because you couldn't handle my depression. Yeah. (laughs) But then later they're like, oh yeah, I I liked being with her. Yeah. I'm sure the three like fun nights you're remembering were fun. Yeah. But like, I know that you're just going to not want to deal with it again. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's crazy. I think guys have a maybe more of a one that got away complex. They do. Well, it's it's so like in pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but, yeah, but do you remember like why I, I got away? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're not thinking about that part. You're just thinking like rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking... Like, like there's nothing hotter than rejection. Totally. And like that I think applies to guys and girls. That's but, everybody. But the one that got away thing I th- is I think mostly I feel like it's thing. like like he- he- uh, heterosexual guys get this kind of like cuz that you know you see in the movies like you know it's always like a guy that like meets up with this or encounters a woman that like he knew it's very noir ish of like oh this woman from my past like yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's because that was the reason I would be given by guys who like, I didn't say anything, man. Yeah. But suddenly they're telling me like, you're the kind of person I'd want to settle down with, not just date. And I'm like, where is this coming <laughs> yeah, from? Yeah. We're sitting on swings. Yeah. Yeah. In a playground. Yeah. And, and they're suddenly like, God, I wish I wanted to date you. And I'm like, this. <laughs> Thanks for that glimpse into what's going on <laughs> in your mind right now. Who said oh anything about I didn't need that? Uh, that's like, do worst. I have a crush on you? Yes, but I didn't say it. And so I don't need to hear you yeah. thinking about like you wish you wanted to date me. Thanks. Oh, man. Thank sucks. you for that. But that's a, that's a guy yeah. thing. That's another programming thing. Well, I think of think... like there's even now, even mm-hmm. with how things are in our modern age. I think there's still a kind of girl you have fun with and kind of girl you marry idea. And like also there's like guys have this thing where they, okay, hashtag not all men, I guess. But like, (laughs) like a lot of heterosexual guys think that all women deep down like want to snag you with their claws and like, like tie you down. Yeah. And like, I think that there's something like manic pixie dream girlish about this like unattainable woman who's like uh, just going to like float into my life and like paint it technicolor and then like waltz out. And it's like, dude, I, I don't know, dude. That, yeah. It was like when I told that guy like, Hey, you didn't do anything wrong, but like, I'm, it helped me realize something about myself that I am, I am about commitment. Mm-hmm. And so if like, you're not looking for that, if you're not looking to explore it one-on-one, then we shouldn't date, but like no hard feelings. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. All my best wishes. Yeah. Sincerely, Lindsay Kate. Yes. I think when you do something like that to a lot of guys, mm-hmm. again, hashtag not all men, mm-hmm. um, then you are so impressive to them. Mm-hmm. You become 
like your status goes through the fucking roof. Mm -hmm. If you had the power to be that cavalier of like, you didn't even do anything wrong, but bye. Yes, I think exactly that is it because I'm thinking of those guys that are like, you're the one that got away. Yeah. And for them, I did say something very similar to that. I was like, you know what? I just don't think we like, I just don't think we like like each other enough for this to be a real thing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to let you go your way and I'm going to go my way. And that's just, that's just going to be it. And it's like all of a sudden you're magic. Yeah. They're like, what? Yeah. I thought you wanted me to be my ball and chain. Yeah. What are those t-shirts that are like, like, beer me, I'm getting married. (laughs) (laughs) There's like these t-shirts that are like, uh, like, uh, there goes my freedom. Yeah. And then like a picture of a ring. Yeah. (laughs) Shit like that. (laughs) Even if they're not that guy. No, even if they're not that guy, there is this subconscious stereotype of that guy, but it exists in different stereotypes. But yeah, it's like the second I was like fine with what with the fact that that's what he wanted and fine saying no to that, mm-hmm. like taking myself out of the equation so casually, mm-hmm. I think there was, there's nothing more desirable than that. Yeah. And so I think again, it was like we broke up and then, I mean, slightly in his defense, I did get drunk and I was like, oh, it was really good seeing you last night. It was sort of like bittersweet, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then... He wrote me back the next day and he was like, yeah, I'm just really like, I'm seeing this other person. I'm not looking. I was like, totally, I totally understand. Like, you know, maybe it's the kind of thing where like, we're meant to be together way down the line. Sure. And in my mind, I'm thinking when we're 60. Yeah. And then he, a year later is like, is it now? Oh. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) it's not now. Oh, my I'm God. so sorry. Oh, my God. So it was like almost a miscommunication. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, I did say that. Yeah. I just had a very different like rom-com idea about it. I yeah. guess of like when we're old and gray, like, maybe in, we'll suddenly run into each other. <laughs> is that yeah. that movie? <laughs> is that that movie? No. <laughs> okay. What is that movie? No, we like gets together with... Um, <laughs> Helen Hunt. Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. He's a douchebag author and she's like a waitress or something. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, it's complicated. Maybe, yeah, I think, I it, I think it's complicated. A Nancy Myers movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, maybe, you know, Someday. way in the future. And I think, again, it was like, because I was okay. It's like, anytime mm-hmm. you're okay, then you're like the one that got away. Yep. And if you like were truly hurt by the breakup, then just like utter avoidance of yes. you forever. Yes. I remember the the guy that I broke up with because like he couldn't remember I existed if he wasn't in L.A. <laughs> uh, lit- like literally like I would text him and he like wouldn't respond or like sometimes I'd be like this was back when I was like I have to be a cool girl before I was like it's OK to like want someone to be committed to you. Yep. Um, same. So that's what I realized in that. I was like, hey, I'm not cool. Yeah. I can't be a cool girl. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh hadn't seen him for a while and we kind of avoided each other. And then like a year later, we're at this party and he like walks in and I was with somebody else at the time. I was dating someone else. And we he like sees me across the the 
like it was at uh, Red Lion. So it was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. And then we start talking and he's like, how are you? And I was like, I'm, I'm really good. Uh, and I was like, I'm actually here uh, with the guy I'm seeing. And I like pointed and he like laughed. And I was like, oh, no, no, for real. I'm not joking. That guy, I'm seeing that guy. And like something was like Bing! in his head. I could like tell. And then he was like, she's the one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, like, he was like, oh, cool. That's uh, awesome. Cool. Uh, that's the one that so got cool. away switched. Yeah. Got yeah. Flipped. Yeah. He got flipped. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, that's amazing. Cool. Oh, that's so cool. You're dating someone. That's so good. <laughs> Dating's great. I love that you're doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know the guy I was talking about doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I'm hoping that I would just this like guy to say listen. I'm not I not being like cavalier about his feelings, but I I do think that if we had given it another go, the same thing would have happened. Yeah, I do think it was a I got tinted like with gold or something. Yeah, yeah, like rose colored glasses. Like he doesn't he did not remember. Yeah, how depressed I was how many sexual hangups I had. Mm-hmm. He was like not thinking about having to go through that yeah. again. That's also like, I want to say, in case, I don't think this guy even clocks what I'm doing anymore. But uh, if this guy is listening, I do want to say like, it, it, I, might, I am not the person that got away for you. That's like, what, yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm trying, trying to say. To say like, is the, I, it's like, I've been me this whole time. Fake. No, that's fake. That's fake. Who I'm like... There are cases where it's like, oh, it just didn't work out. Like, or like, oh, I had a boyfriend. Uh, we were long distance. Yeah, and so that really is like, I mean, I love Mike with all my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't like want to not be with yeah. Mike. But I do wonder, like, oh, I I wonder what would have happened if it wasn't long distance. Yeah, but to be like one that got away, it's like, well, we weren't working. No, <laughs> we weren't working, we weren't working out. Working. No, and and it wasn't even because of like weird extenuating circumstances of like, I feel like a lot of times because of pop culture, like a lot of guys like think of it in the same way as like the CIA came and like took her away. (laughs) But it's like, no, dude, like it just like didn't work. Like you, you didn't really like me and I didn't really like you. And you're imbuing it with different. Yeah. You're making it magical when it wasn't. So I'm yeah. just saying I'm not I'm not the fucking one it's that got like, away. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Believe it's me. It's not real. I've and been w- me this whole time. I'm not exactly. that special. I know what it's like to be around me. It's it's, <laughs> it's fine like, at this. I was me then. I'm me now. Yeah. It's hard. It, I'm yeah. not. I don't like it any I'm more than like, you do. <laughs> easy. I'm not an yeah. easy person to be yeah. in a relationship with. But like I get it. I get I get the idea of a person because like everyone has that right in their heads. They're like, oh, yeah, this person like they were so great. They were so this. And and then, you know, you don't remember. It's the rose colored glasses. You just don't remember the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, How funny was it in this book when Kelly's like Kelly's popular, right? Yep. So she wears pretty clothes and wears contacts. Yes, she does. And oh, also glasses make you hideous. Yeah, glasses it's make you hideous. So stereotypical. <laughs> so then Rachel, Rochelle, her friend. Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> Jeremy keeps calling her oh, wrong yeah. names and one of them is Rochelle. Rochelle. So Rachel's like, um, hey, can you come over tonight? And Kelly's like, I'm really busy. I have to lay out my clothes and take out my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have like, to put my contacts in a wash. If. If someone like if I asked you to hang out and you were like, I can't, I have to lay out my clothes and soak my contacts. I would be like, you can just say you don't want to fucking hang out. 
<laughs> oh god i would see the thing is i so would except that like i have to put my contacts in a little dish with contact solution and pick a shirt and that's oof that's got me up till midnight also she the way she describes it right because she's like i have to take out my contacts and put them in a wash and all that she's trying to make it sound like this like eight step process <laughs> so i'm like you pour them out of your eyes because she also she says in that same breath basically like oh, it's so much work to keep up your appearance and now that i've got it i don't want to lose it and i just want to try to get better and better I and know. like by doing <laughs> Like the same thing that everybody else on the planet is doing, namely ch- choosing a <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's so hard to pair clothes. I know. She didn't just get queer eyed. She has like the same, like their clothes are. Well, also, even if you do get queer eyed, part of the whole thing is how easy it is easy. to throw an outfit it's so together. It's so easy to throw an outfit together. <laughs> and contacts aren't that hard. I wear them every fucking day. Well, especially at night, you're taking them, you out. Take them out. That's the easy part. Plunk. Yeah. Doop. I guess they didn't have no Plunk. rub solution. Doop. So, okay, fine. She had to rub them a little bit. Boo. Who? That literally takes like a minute. Max. Max. It takes two She's minutes to fake brush as her shit. Teeth. She doesn't want to hang out. fake as fuck. Yeah. I mean, if she had listed studying as a part of that, but she really was like, oh, now that I'm popular, there's so much work that goes into it. I know. It sucks. Also, her like healthy food diet is so 90s healthy. Yep. Chicken salad. breast, broccoli, salad. I'm surprised cottage cheese didn't get mentioned. I love cottage cheese. I tried. I was eating cottage cheese for a little while. I was eating the like little baby. Oh, small curd. Small curds. Um, small curd freaks me out. Pineapple in it. And I like yeah. that a little more. Yeah, I like it. And then I had it too much and now I can't. You can I overdo it. It easily. makes me yeah. feel sick. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like that. I like uh, hard-boiled eggs. I have Yum. a hard-boiled egg every day. I try to have one to two. My breakfast is always coffee, mm-hmm. hard-boiled egg, kashi cereal. Nice. I do green smoothie, mm-hmm. either a strip of bacon or two hard-boiled eggs, because I need to have something salty with my smoothie. Otherwise, if I have a green smoothie alone on an empty stomach, it kind of makes me queasy. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit too fibery i guess i don't know or i'll do cereal and then i'll have my green smoothie later in the day but i have to do a green smoothie every day otherwise i freak out i don't know why i freak out i just do i just like get scared that i don't have enough nutrients or something (laughs) i'm like "Ah, i'm not gonna i should be more afraid of that well i don't like eating vegetables i'd rather literally drink all of them in the morning yeah and then i'm done and then i can have some vegetables with dinner but really, like, I I don't really like eating them unless they're prepared by a restaurant. <laughs> but if I have to prepare them, I don't like preparing vegetables. I can handle roasted cauliflower at home. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do roasted vegetables. I like eggplant a lot. Roasted are good. Um, too. I like um, doing, like, uh, one of my favorite things that uh, me and Micah like to make is... Um, Spaghetti squash, roasted spaghetti squash that we'll make into noodle-ish things mm-hmm. with egg, uh, like slices of eggplant that have been baked. And then um, uh, vegan meatballs with fresh mozzarella and tomato sauce. Dang, that sounds good. It's good as shit. And it's really healthy and it's super filling. 
that's now healthy food. Yeah. I'm surprised that this book didn't also talk about like rice cakes. Oh my God. Do you remember when that's all people were eating? <laughs> yep. I know because my mom was doing it. It was like, yeah, healthy food in the 90s. And iceberg lettuce. Yeah, iceberg lettuce. <laughs> um, rice cakes. Rice cakes. No oil. Cottage cheese. No oil on anything. Light Italian. Yeah. On everything. Even though light Italian Chicken actually rice, is worse for you. Brown rice. Sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even, yeah, brown rice and what else? Like oh, cabbage soup. Ugh. Do you remember the cabbage soup diet? I do not craze? remember that. It was huge. I bet it just makes you farty, right? Because cabbage makes you farty. Probably. So it probably just makes you shit a lot. I did whenever my mom would do her cabbage soup diets, where it's like, that's all she ate. Mm. Um, I, li- I liked the cabbage soup. <laughs> I like having cabbage yeah. soup, but it would be like, you do like three days of cabbage soup. You know what it's I nuts. would do? What? This is probably not healthy. This is probably like borderline, like when people take... Probably also to- really boring to listen to. Yeah, this is probably really boring <laughs> to listen to. Okay, I would do... I would cook a can of beans uh-huh. and I'd throw in a can of corn uh-huh. and then I'd mix it up with salsa and then a little bit of cheese and I would eat that, feel terrible. <laughs> Why? And then take the biggest shit of my life in the morning and be so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that because I really, you guys, let's be real. I struggle with constipation. Well, always it, have. Here's the thing. If you'd eat that, you will be extremely uncomfortable that night. Like, yeah. do it when Mike's not around because <laughs> you will be not well. And then in the morning, you will really go get to go. I And then you'll feel great. That sounds great. <laughs> this is probably like, so I'm going to get sued well, for, my, this, some, for saying this. Um, my digestive system my stomach makes the craziest fucking Mm -hmm. noises i sound like a haunted house oh yeah it's or like a wrench in a dryer yes that's me too it's It's like so embarrassing i hate it um Um, here i have found cabbage soup diet i looked it up oh what is in it well this seven day diet weight loss cabbage soup how i how do i how I lose p- 10 pounds in seven days with this cabbage soup, a.k.a. military diet. This website is garbage. <laughs> You're going to get a virus on your phone. This website is garbage. <laughs> a, that's not a sentence. <laughs> T- 10 pounds in seven days is a lie. That's and scary. That's scary. No way. What is this garbage website? Okay. What is the diet? Okay. Here's what I am realizing. Wait, what? This person's crazy. This person's crazy. (laughs) Day one, eat nothing but fruit today, except for bananas and as much of the diet cabbage soup as you'd like. You should try to stick with fruits with lower sugar content like apples, blueberries, etc. I enjoy eating baked cinnamon apples. Okay, sugar. Using... Gala or honey crisp apples in the morning, a large fruit salad and cabbage soup for lunch and cabbage soup and a melon you salad sh- for dinner. You're shitting. This is like you're my corned bean out. dinner, but like all for a week. Get your crunchy fix with dried fruits. Snack on fruit throughout the day. I can't. Frozen this person's insane. And frozen grapes make delicious treats. Also, oh, no. frozen watermelon blended makes a refreshing natural slushy. Today wasn't as bad as I had expected. <laughs> Day two, eat nothing but vegetables, except corn or other starchy veggies. However, you do get to start the day with a baked potato, russet or sweet. You will love having this baked potato. Trust me. I never thought I'd be so happy to eat a baked potato in the morning. 
I prefer a sweet potato. For breakfast, I dice my sweet potato into cubes sprinkled with a little olive oil and cinnamon and roasted in the oven along with some bell peppers and onions. What? Okay, I was... That's a, cr- I, a crazy combination, no, no, right? I, when I she said cinnamon, got, I was like, oh, this is okay, like a sweet. And then she said bell peppers and onions. Yes. And I was like, oh, we did not think that right. <laughs> I think that some this website is maybe just a bot. aggregated yeah. content made to sound like a diet and thrown up because this you will be is so happy to have this baked potato in the morning trust me i do so happy for lunch i do the cabbage soup and a salad sprinkled with salt pepper and olive oil it's pretty good for dinner i do rice cauliflower topped with a stir fry of zucchini roasted carrots and bell peppers with light soy sauce cheating i snack on baked spinach chips today was okay <laughs> day three you eat fruits and veggies except bananas corn and other starchy vegetables you also don't get a potato today sucks (laughs) (laughs) oh my my god you also don't get a potato today sucks i just do a repeat of day one and two for my foods day four today you only eat bananas and milk slice yogurt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this day is the dumbest day by far i've changed my mind this isn't a bot this is a dumb person wait i'm sorry you only eat bananas <laughs> only eat banana slush and milk slush yogurt what <laughs> where did this person get this today is the dumbest day by far oh i hate it you, you can just it. have bananas and milk or unsweetened yogurt Boo, but let's make the best of it. For breakfast, I do a banana smoothie made with bananas, almond milk, and Greek yogurt. For lunch, I eat cabbage soup. (laughs) It's just bananas, Bananas, almond milk, and yogurt. It's horrible. This is horrible. Oh my God, this person is doing it all wrong. For dinner, I do another large banana smoothie and more cabbage soup. I make banana ice cream by freezing (sighs) banana slices and then blending them. I also eat some dried banana chips. It's not that difficult of a day. Very dull. And if you hate bananas, I feel sorry for you, babes. Day five. Today, only eat tomatoes. (laughs) What? Is this a joke? Hang on. Sorry, there is more to that sentence. Six to eight and protein like fish, turkey, and chicken. Okay. okay. I had no problems with this this day since I love meat and was happy to get it. I made turkey sausage, sausage patties for breakfast topped with tomatoes. For lunch, I had grilled chicken topped with tomatoes seasoned with salt, basil, pepper, and cabbage soup. Okay. For dinner, I had more wonder soup but I added turkey breakfast sausage to it and more tomatoes. Very filling. I got tired of the soup on this day. Ugh! I feel like the soup is a non... Ish. It's like barely it's, a part of it. Do you this. remember the story of Rock's soup or stone soup or nail yes. soup? Where the guy is like, I can cook you some nail soup. It'll be the best you've ever had. And he's like, all I need is a tomato. Oh, I need a potato. Oh, I need onions. Oh, I need this. And then it just is regular soup. This is what this is like. It's like a crazy fucking diet that <laughs> also has, has cabbage has soup. cabbage soup. I'm sorry. The day of just bananas <laughs> is crazy. No potato today. Sucks. <laughs> it was no potato today, comma, sucks to exclamation points. That's really funny. Today it's protein and v- we're on day six. Okay. okay. 
Today it's protein and veggies. Unlike yesterday, you can have other vegetables besides tomatoes. I had turkey sausage and roasted veggies for breakfast. I had a stir fry with chicken and veggies for lunch. So good. I had spaghetti squash with tomato sauce and ground turkey for dinner. Spaghetti squash is off limits. Starchy. But I had to have it. Spaghetti <laughs> squash is not that starchy. The best. I didn't have any cabbage soup today. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling over cabbage. <laughs> I didn't have any cabbage soup on my cabbage soup diet. Oh my God. Even though I she did. was clearly supposed to. Today was the best. I didn't have any cabbage soup today. <laughs> this is an amazing diary. Day seven. Today it's just fruits, vegetables, and juices. Boo. I hated today. I wanted more meat. Thank God it's the last day. The scale says I'm seven pounds lighter this morning. So that was great to see. I feel clean inside. I'm hungry today, though. Super hungry. For breakfast, I made a huge fruit and veggie smoothie using spinach, apples, oranges, grapes, and water. Uh, It was so divine and sweet. Kept me full until it was time for lunch. For lunch, I do a large salad, cabbage soup, and watermelon slushie. (laughs) She had the cabbage soup again. (laughs) For dinner, I do another rice cauliflower stir fry with roasted veggies. I snack on baked cinnamon apples and cantaloupe. The sugar. Yeah. The sugar's crazy. Day eight, 10 pounds down this morning, and I can see it. Tummy is nice and flat, and my face looks much slimmer. This is all a lie. My husband notices my weight loss, too. He's not happy that my booty looks smaller. Neither am I. My fingers are slimmer, Uh. and my wedding ring fits different. This is like the Joke of Bart video. Yeah. Like, I figured out the Joke of Bart, and now my fingers are longer. Yes. I figured out. And I am impotent. The secret of cabbage soup. And my fingers are slimmer and my wedding ring fits different. Yeah. Today I paced myself with food and will do so for the next week while on vacation. No sugary foods or bad carbs. I continue with a diet full of fruits, veggies, and lean meats. I incorporate eggs, oatmeals, and whole grain pasta and bread, honey, and stevia as a sweetener. My calorie intake is now at its recommended level for a healthy weight loss with exercise. I feel great. Also, do you want to guess what the impetus for going on this diet was her vacation yeah but what oh uh cancun uh, uh hawaii she wants to wear a swimsuit she does no. oh what Cute is it form-fitting shirt she wanted to wear what for a shirt disneyland to disneyland she went on a seven-day crazy diet <laughs> to go to disneyland <laughs> for a shirt at disneyland <laughs> girl what for disneyland well mickey's you gotta keep it tight for mickey yeah oh my god that recipe is fuck or that diet is fucking crazy that's so funny. banana day that was so funny that was really funny well so that's everything about the book right yeah so that's the book that's the that book. was the best part just reading that that hilarious. was the best part of the book hilarious no baked potato today sucks sucks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, thank you all so much for listening yeah thanks guys we really appreciate it if you're reading along with us you don't have to but if you are we're reading Fatal Secrets by mm-hmm. Caroline B. Cooney no Richard Richie Rich, Tankersley Richie Tankersley Cusick. Cusick I was like we are Richard <laughs> by Richard Tankersley Cusick <laughs> by Richard <laughs> T. Cusick Richie Cusick uh, and yeah, that's is- Richie's a lady. Richie's a lady. We'll be talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much to everybody that supports us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. 
You can check us out at patreon.com slash teencreeps. Uh, you can find our show on everything at teencreepspod. You can find me at Kelly Nuji. You can find Lindsay at Lindsay Katai. What oh, else? you may have noticed that our schedule has gotten a bit off. It's because oh, yeah. we had to reschedule with Oscar to watch Jawbreaker. Yeah. That's my fault. We just had a lot of Something crazy things. Popped up in well, my it was like, yeah. And then, and then I was going on a trip. It turned out and that, that like was like, thing and it really sent us in a tailspin. But we're surviving. We're, we're here. surviving. We're here. We're still getting to all the books that are on our schedule. And as usual, you do not have to read those books. <laughs> um, but we will still be doing all the planned things. Plus, we have um, a fun surprise episode that we'll, that you'll be getting. Dot, 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 dot. What will that be about? It's not on the schedule. Oh, it's well. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. It's a very cool surprise. Um, I'm not saying what it is yeah. in case it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then if it if we just never mention anything and nothing seems different, then don't uh, worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> then I uh, still get what's on our list. Yeah. You still get what we promised. Yeah. So thank you so much. We love you. Uh, and we'll chat with you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.